Good evening. It's quarter to six, and this is quietly yours. because we're diving right into one this week on Quietly Yours. Will we find out who done it? This is Blood on the Mixing Board. Wow, this place is spooky at night. Especially when it's totally empty. I would have thought they'd need at least one person here around the clock to keep things running. We're not talking about the BBC here. It's a small independent station and they've got no money. Everything switches to pre-recorded feed at 9pm and everyone goes home. And what exactly are we looking for? What are you expecting to find? We don't even know if this is where it happened. No we don't. But by all accounts he was a bit of a recluse. Spent all of his time either at home or at work. So it's a good bet that it either happened at his house or it happened here. I was hoping for signs of a fall his injuries suggested a fall down the stairs, and I thought perhaps there'd be a hint of that. A loose banister or something. Anything to suggest it might have happened here. Wouldn't the police have already picked up on it if there was? Well, it's always worth a second look. It's easy to overlook something obvious sometimes, but sadly in this case, I don't think there's anything. Come on, let's check the studio. If the whole place is empty after nine, and we assume that the crime happened here, then... I suppose that's the most likely time frame. He stays behind to do some work or something, for whatever reason, and someone comes in. Maybe it's planned, or maybe they just argue, and BAM! One good hit and he goes down. But you'd think that'd be messy. A wound like that, there should have been a lot of blood, surely. So maybe we need to look for signs of a clean-up. Good point. We should check their chemical supplies for any sign that there's been a lot of use recently. The floors look to be in good shape so I don't imagine anything too abrasive was being used. Although blood leaving no trace on a hardwood floor, it seems unlikely. It all sounds very messy. And to add to that with a phony fo- <coughs> Sorry, sorry. It all sounds very messy. And to add to that with a phony fall down the stairs, well, I mean, we've been working under the assumption that the fall was staged to try and cover up the injury, but what if that's not the case? Because doing that seems to add a whole new layer of mess to the crime scene. More blood, more DNA potentially being smeared around. Unless the murderer knew exactly what they were doing, and were confident that they could clear away any trace, then it seems unlikely that someone would want to make this case more complex and more difficult to cover up. So perhaps the fall was real. Perhaps the attack happened out there in the hall. He was hit, he fell, and he died at the bottom of the stairs. No, not possible. The autopsy report was pretty clear. The bruising indicated he'd been dead for maybe an hour before the fall. And besides, the criminal you describe, the cold, calculating psychopath, that's exactly the kind of person we're looking for. 
They could have run, take the weapon to hide the evidence, sure. But the body? Why wouldn't they leave the body right here? There's good reason to think that whoever finds it would just assume he'd fallen down the stairs, that the whole thing was an accident. They wouldn't flag it up as murder, not right away. And by the time they start investigating, the radio station's staff has been in and out God knows how many times, trampling in foreign DNA, contaminating the crime scene. That's what would make sense. But moving the body? Dumping it elsewhere and doing a complete decontamination of the scene? No, that's the actions of a crazy person. A true cold-blooded killer. Which is why we need to start looking into motives. Find out who's linked to him. Who's likely to have a reason to do this. Here, take this box of all his correspondence. Sorry. Here, this box is all of his correspondence. If you wait... This says she flinches, but how's that going to work? Th this is a radio play. You can't show that you need to have her bring it up in dialogue or something. Comments noted. Just read the script, please. I, I just think you need to put a bit more thought into the medium. It's not like television, which is probably why no one listens to these things anymore. Well, that's not true. Yeah, Kate, it is. Radio died out about a century ago. No one listens to these things. I don't even know why we're doing this. For the fans. Fans? Whose fans? They're not our fans. Well, obviously if we could have the original cast back we would, but they're both a bit too dead. So why bother with a reunion show? What's the point? Does anyone, does anyone even remember this show anymore? Yes, there's still quite an active fan base online actually. I don't even know why I'm here. You're playing your mother's role? Didn't the other guy have a son or something you could cast? Well, that was my first thought, but no, he never had any children. So it had to be an open casting call, which is better than not doing the reunion at all, in my opinion. Why did you agree to take the role if you're just so uninterested? I just need more sound clips for my casting profile, to be honest. Can you two quit squabbling and get on with the rehearsal, please? We don't have all day. In fact, let's skip ahead to the final reveal. You sure? I don't mind going from the top of the last scene. No, no. From scene 12, please. I'm sorry I'm late. You wouldn't believe what I've been through in the past 12 hours. I got home yesterday to find my door wide open, the lock broken and the whole place has been turned over. A robbery, it looks like. And that's what I've reported it as to the police, but... Well, nothing was missing. How strange is that? Needless to say, I've had the locks changed and I'm going to pick up a security camera on the way home. Here's your tea. Thanks. So, what's new? Please tell me we've got some new cases to start working on because I am going to go crazy if we have to go back to investigating the radio station murder. That thing's really stalled. I think the police are on the verge of giving up. It doesn't seem like we're likely to have a breakthrough anytime soon, does it? Plus, I'm tired of all these grim crimes. Why can't we get some light-hearted investigations? A bit of petty theft or... Someone trying to keep multiple wives without the others finding out. You know, that kind of stuff. Keith? Cat got your tongue or something? Diane called the office yesterday. Oh? Anything important? She couldn't get through to your mobile, so she called the office and asked me to pass on a message. Billy's been sick. 
Nothing serious, but she wants to keep an eye on him, so she's not going to be able to make your lunch date. Oh, right, well, that's all right, I suppose, as long as Billy's all right. She said to tell you she's sorry. I'll give her a call later. She was quite upset, said it's terrible timing. She was looking forward to the lunch date since she hasn't seen you in months. Well, you know how it is with sisters. You're close as kids, but adult life takes over. When was the last time you even spoke to your... There was a little niggle in the back of my head when I hung up the call. I couldn't place what it was at first, but I just couldn't drop it. And then I realised... You told me you were with Diana two weeks ago. Did I? Yeah. On the night of the murder. Oh, I must have got my days mixed up, Paul. And then I thought about the other day when we were investigating the station. I gave you that box of paperwork and you flinched. Did I? You did. Hurt your arm, did you? Pull a muscle. Been lifting something heavy. To the tune of... 180 pounds, perhaps? Keith, what are you... Okay, please tell me this is some attempt at a clever double bluff. You can't seriously be making Carol the killer. Just read the script as it's written, please. Look, when I found that box of mementos, there were a few unused scripts in there. Ones from back in the day, by the original writers of the show. By my father, you mean? Yes, exactly. What I mean is, when I proposed the reunion show, I thought we'd do one of those scripts. When I asked you to be involved, I thought you'd be happy to direct one of your father's scripts. Yes, well, I've read them, of course, and, well, they're not quite to scratch. Not by modern standards, anyway. We needed something a bit more contemporary, and that's what I've written. Shall we continue? Keith, what are you suggesting? That I did it? I killed Adam? Outrageous, isn't it? What a crazy thought. But I couldn't drop it. It just kept gnawing away at me in the back of my mind. So I went round to your house, broke in and searched the place, and in the back of your closet. That's where I found this. The wrench you used to kill Adam. How could you do it? Oh, come on, this is ridiculous. What now? The entire reason we're doing this show is a fun little thing for the fans of the show, (coughs) and... It's basically going to be the de facto finale, right? You can't end the show like this. The fans will hate it. They didn't sit through 180 episodes of the show just for Carol to become a murderer all these years later. It's insulting to the audience. And besides, they tuned into the show because it was a light-hearted mystery, not some gritty cop show. This is not the ending they deserve. And if my mother was still here, she definitely wouldn't let you do this to her character. Can we just finish the script, please? And can we discuss any issues with it after? The wrench was the first thing I thought of when I got home and I found the place ransacked. The first thing I did was check on it and when I found it missing, well, I knew you'd figured it out. But no one came. No police. No one arrested me. I figured you hadn't told anyone yet. Of course you haven't. You'd want to confront me about it first, get your glorious little moment of revelation. (coughs) showing off that you figured it out. I know you too well, Keith Haring. And that's why I slipped poison in your tea this morning. It's been nice working with you all these years, Keith. It really has. But all this time, solving murder after murder after murder, I thought you were teaching me how to solve them. But you weren't. 
you were teaching me how to get away with it. <coughs> and that's exactly what I'm going to do. No one's going to find you. You're just going to go missing and... <coughs> Jesus, Andy, are you okay? You're really getting method with this, aren't you? Andy? Oh my God, are you choking? Andy! He's not acting. Call an ambulance. Andy, Andy, wake up. James, what are you doing? Don't just sit there. Call an ambulance. James! No. I don't think I will. What? James, I... he's not moving. Oh God, we need to get him to a hospital. I think we'll do line 245 next. What? Line 245, please. What are you talking about? I'm going to get help. James, open the door. Open the door. What the hell is wrong with you? Help! Someone help! It's a recording booth, Kate. It's soundproof. You've lost your mind. Line 245. I'm ready when you are. We were having an affair. It was only a short thing and we'd broken it off ages ago. But after he started going to counselling, trying to quit the booze and turn his life around, he had some kind of epiphany. Decided honesty was the only way forward and he had to confess his sins or something stupid. So he was going to tell. He was going to ruin everything, tear families apart, all for the sake of alleviating his own guilt. I tried to talk him out of it, but he wouldn't listen. He just wouldn't listen. So we argued. And then we fought, and I got so angry, I picked up the nearest object I could find. I hit him over the head, and he fell to the floor, completely lifeless. And I didn't even feel bad. I didn't feel guilty that he was dead. I felt relieved. It was a problem taken care of. There. That wasn't difficult, was it? I don't understand. Why are you doing this? Why? Because of this. There were tapes of every episode in that box. And when you invited me to direct this reunion, I figured I'd better listen to them all. Get the feel for the show. But then, but then I got to this tape. Which episode's that? Well, that's the thing, you see. It's not an episode. More like behind the scenes content. I'm leaving. You can't! Get off of me! You can't! Let go of me if you lost your mind. I'll let you leave! Jack! Jack! That... that's my mother's voice. And my father's. I suspected it for a long time. I found his diary after his death, you see. And he didn't hold back. He writes all about the affair, all about your mother. And I knew, I just knew she had something to do with it, but there was never any proof. But now, now there's proof and you've just handed it right to me. To think all those years, she was talking about how sad it was for the show to lose such a talented writer. And this whole time, she knew exactly what she'd done. And when you invited me to direct this reunion, well, I figured, I figured my dad was right all along. Letting the truth be known. Well, that's the only way to move forward. You, of course, won't be going anywhere. <coughs> what did you, <coughs> what did you do? 
Don't worry, don't worry. It'll be quick. You saw it yourself, how quick Andy went. There's nothing to worry about. <coughs> Please, <coughs> help me. <coughs> you should be proud, Kate. <coughs> it was you that organised this whole thing. And I have to say, <coughs> you've given the fans a killer series finale. Well, I certainly hope they were paid fairly, or the Actors' Union is going to have a thing or two to say. If you liked tonight's episode, please consider signing up to support us over at patreon.com slash quietlyyours. It's totally optional, the show will always be free, but there's a bunch of fun bonus content over there for those who do sign up, so check it out and see what you think. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Our handle everywhere is Quietly Podcast. Alternatively, you can reach us via Ham Radio. Our call sign is 2EQTLY. You can also reach us via email. It's quietlyyours at daffodillies.co.uk. And as always, you'll find everything you need on our website, which is daffodillies.co.uk slash quietly yours. But let's face it, you're just going to Google it. Well, that's all for tonight. So until next time, I am quietly yours, and you are quietly mine.